0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right, guys, uh, I got to tell you really quick uh, before we go on to anything else about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I've been telling you guys about him For several weeks now brian and i both have uh we love seeing you guys send us those photos on social media of you guys hanging out out there uh enjoying a cold beer enjoying some wings or a burger or whatever else uh it warms our heart and i know it warms boomer jack's heart uh we're glad that you guys are enjoying it as much as we do i keep telling you guys specifically about tuesdays and wednesdays because tuesdays are half price bone in wings wednesdays are half price boneless wings but they've got great deals the rest of the week as well Drink special starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer. And it is the coldest beer anywhere around. And it, it's just the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a happy hour spot for you and your coworkers, Boomer Jacks is perfect for that. If you're looking for a nice dinner spot for the family, somewhere to unwind, it's a great spot too. My kids love tableside s'mores that they bring out there. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, Boomer Jacks, man, wall-to-wall TVs, and I mean that literally. The TVs fill up the walls at Boomer Jacks. You are going to be so glad you went there. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. Brian, let's talk about pressure, which there, there's a discussion right now, I think. I saw David Moore write about it for the Dallas Morning News. We've discussed it on the air. Uh, it seems like this really comes down to three guys that have a lot of pressure on them uh, coming into this game, and that would be Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, and Dak Prescott. Uh, When you look at how this game could go, if if there's a poor showing here, who do you think is taking the most heat on Tuesday morning? Who is most potentially going to have to answer for this one, Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore, or Mike McCarthy?
2: Well, I think it depends on how the defeat happens. Um, Are you in a situation where It's Mike McCarthy, game management. And I think this is really going to fall in the lap of Jerry Jones because I don't think necessarily that Stephen Jones, Will McClay, I don't think they necessarily want to make a decision or a call on on that. Um, But is it a type of game where you lose the game because of of head coaching decisions uh, that didn't work out yeah, you know, we'll see if Jerry what he goes about that, but if Kellen Moore, if you have a bad game offensively, say something happens with the um, you know the team like it did against the Commanders, then I could very well see that maybe you want to move on. I I personally feel like that the next OC here now if they change the head coach, I think Dan Quinn's probably your head coach. If, they, if that's the case, then Brian Schottenheimer is likely going to be your next OC. And But if something goes bad in this game where they just don't do anything offensively, um, it's they have to have a scapegoat for this thing, then I could see Kellen Moore being moved out. And I could see I, – I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe – I know that Mike McCarthy probably wouldn't want to do it, but could you see Joe Philbin if the offensive line doesn't have any type of – real success you know, It's two years in a row. Now all of a sudden you run the ball, you find a way to run the ball, the offense come along, and then you're falling apart at the end of the season. You know, I, yeah. I, I wonder, and Mike McCarthy's best friend on the staff is Joe Philbin, but he also, you know, Brian Schottenheimer, his dad, Marty gave Mike his first job. So there might be some loyalty there. If they want to move on from Kellen Moore to have to make one of those decisions, where okay, we're going to re-evalu- reevaluate where we are offensively and move on from Kellen Moore and then put Brian Schottenheimer in there. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh I wouldn't turn away from Joe Philbin, the offensive line coach as well.
1: You know, if they were to move on from Kellen Moore, it's funny you mention uh Brian Schottenheimer and stuff there. You know who uh and, and I believe you do know the answer, you know who uh Mike McCarthy once babysat sort of regularly, don't you?
2: Yeah, Brian Schottenheimer.
1: Well, not just Brian Schottenheimer, Nathaniel Hackett.
2: Nathaniel Hackett. Okay,
1: because he was yeah, he,
2: in Pittsburgh. They were together in Pittsburgh. He, yeah. so he was
1: with Paul Hackett, and so yeah. he went. Uh, he he said he used to take Nathaniel Hackett to like the carnival and stuff when he was a kid, and so yeah. you no, know, maybe maybe a Nathaniel Hackett reunion if things don't go well, well here.
2: I think that Nathaniel Hackett is probably in a situation they they're talking about bringing him back to Green Bay. So I don't know. It might be. It might be one of those, but Schottenheimer, Hackett, yeah, McCarthy. The Dan Quinn hire was unusual because it wasn't a hire that Mike McCarthy had any connection to. Yeah. So you know that's that's something. So I don't know. I I I don't think they're going to get Sean Payton here. I, I no. really really don't. I, I think that I think that's one of those. Um, I think that Stephen Jones, Will McClay. I think they have this personnel department where they want it I don't particularly feel like that they want to bring Sean Payton in here who is very strong personnel man uh when it comes to being outspoken he learned that from Bill Parcells Sean Payton has got skins on the wall he doesn't have to take a back seat to anybody on personnel stuff so I just don't feel it and there's people that believe that maybe that Jerry Jones uh maybe has moved on you know, still has a friendship with Sean, but not the type of friendship that he would be the head coach.
1: When you look at the pressure that could be on Dak Prescott, the, you know, I mentioned David Moore wrote an article about this. David Moore is not going to just write something flippantly. Like generally he's, he's, he's talked to people and, and his thing was, he said, there's not as much pressure on Mike McCarthy as there is on Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott. And we right. said Dak Prescott's not going anywhere.
2: No. Nope. He's
1: if he lo- he could play the worst football game of his career. He's he's still starting quarterback for you week one next year. Uh what David Moore brought up though is that said had said that if he falls short again though, it's the questions start ratcheting up for him.
2: Well and, that's uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious I'm curious, do you think that not just the questions public later. On. Do you think? Think the question. What do we have here?
2: Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. That's the issue. I felt like that this was the year that you were going to evaluate Mike McCarthy, and Mike McCarthy has done a fine job. You're twelve and five. You you got to give him a lot of credit for that. They played without their starting quarterback for five weeks. Mike McCarthy has found a way the last two years to get the team in the playoffs. Win a division. He's also figured out. You know, you need to have some playoff success. But here we go. You know, the thing with Dak Prescott, I kind of felt like, okay, let's evaluate McCarthy, let's evaluate Kellen Moore, and then 2023 was going to be the evaluation of Dak Prescott. I kind of feel like that if you don't have, uh, if you don't have playoff success, and you determine that Dak Prescott's the reason why. And then all of a sudden you're in a mode where um, 2023 draft, a quarterback sitting there in the third round that maybe slid down the board. Maybe this is the backup or the opportunity that you have to make that draft pick. And then that would maybe be the guy of the future. Or if you have lacked success in 2023, then 2024 you're clearly picking a quarterback. So I think the evaluation for Dak will be in 2023, whether you go forward with him. You know, he's got he, he signed a, a shorter contract. So, you know, you're dealing with less years on that contract and you're going to have to make a determination whether you want to go ahead and draft somebody for the future or extend Dak. And that's
0: I think where 2023 is going to come into play. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential?
1: Let's say they lose a very close ball game, similar to week one, 2021. Let's say they lose a ball game in that exact same sort of fashion. Who on, who after this game are we talking about? That was their last game with the Cowboys, whether it be on the coaching staff or on the football. Well,
2: well, I've already talked about the coaches and they got a pretty extensive list of guys. Could this be a Tony Pollard? Could it be Zeke? Could it be Tyron Smith? You know, there's, there's, you know, there's several that you have to look at. I mean, I, 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 I
1: think Tyron's done. I think Tyron Smith is done.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where you're at. So yeah, I, I just feel like unless you want to keep Tyron Smith around as the bridge to when you get Terrence Steele back out, I never thought I'd say that, <laughs> but but here we are. Um Boy, yeah. Terrence
1: Steele in the last five weeks may have made himself some money by not playing.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. But you got, you know, Schultz. Yeah, there's 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 quite a few. There's quite a few guys on this team that are they're looking at, and this is the thing that happens in the NFL. And you know, cowboy fans know the feeling all too well. You're driving the car 185 miles an hour around the track, and then you slam that thing in the wall and it comes to an abrupt stop. That's what the season's like. It's season, it's playoffs, it's speeding, and then it's the bam, it's over. And when it's over, now all those decisions that we talked about, that the, all the names, the coaching names, the the player names, it's probably going to look very different when we get ready for 2023 as opposed to the team that we see currently.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's there's a lot. How much of this, because you mentioned there are so many guys that they, they need to potentially replace. How many Leighton Vander Esch type signings do you think we see where it's like, hey, we're just going to make a one-year deal here just because there are so many of them, and it would be such an aggressive overhaul to have to go out there and find so many different guys? Do you think we're going to see several guys come back? I'm like, hey, let's stack up a one-year deal here. And just get ourselves a bridge until we can, you know, yeah. Thing
2: the thing that the thing that's interesting about Vanderesh is there are so many teams. I say so many, I should walk that back a bit. There are teams out there that had a failing grade on him medically coming out of Boise State. Yeah. And a lot of teams won't go back and Walk that and you might say, well, he's playing now, but here he is. What happened to him? Why did he miss these games? The stinger, you know. Late vanderesh played well enough to get a contract extension, but how much of a contract extension? You know, and now are you gonna let Late Van Der Esch walk and see, okay, it's time for Clark, it's time for Cox, it's time to draft somebody else to be a part of this. You know, maybe you go get. You know, you got Parsons, but, you know, you have to make a determination about Parsons. You still want him to play linebacker? You want to bulk him up and let him play defensive end, you know? But I think with Vanderish, that's why you have Clark and Cox and guys like that. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it was one of those things where he came back on a one-year deal just because there's probably teams out there that don't think medically that he's a good risk to take.
1: Makes a lot of sense. And like you say, he got hurt again with that. Um, and look, I think the Cowboys, given the way he played, I don't think the Cowboys would have an issue running it back for another year. I think he's been really good this year. Right. Um, and, and I think you saw he and Anthony Brown both. Now Brown is not great for most of the year, but I think you saw like, you know, be careful what you wish for a little bit. Uh yes. see how quickly things fall apart there. But
2: well the problem, yeah, the problem with Anthony Brown was that Kelvin Joseph wasn't good enough. Yeah. That's a problem because if Kelvin Joseph was good enough, then you know maybe things you could survive this. You know maybe you could, but Kelvin Joseph wasn't good enough. Nashawn Wright, I, I keep asking, well, give him time, give him time, but you know now we're in the playoffs, and I'm thinking about playing Xavier Rhodes along with Bland. You know, see if 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 Kelvin Joseph was as good as Bland, then you now you have. Joseph Bland now now you're now you're doing some good with yeah. those young, young corners but i don't know how you trust kelvin joseph right now i mean i think they'll bring it back one more year but i don't think his roster spot is by is 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 guaranteed by by any means
1: no i mean he he could very easily stub a toe and miss the game this uh monday or um, you know, there, there's some, uh, personal reason. Maybe we see that he's not practicing. You just, uh, I know I've said this already, but like Kelvin Joseph has hit David Irving territory for me. I just, I, I'm not going to count on him for anything. I'm not going to count on him to be there. And once he's there, I'm not going to count on him to play well. At least when David Irving was there, I could count on, he was generally going to wreck games yeah. as, long as he showed up. I can't even... Count on Kelvin Joseph to do that. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.